Victor, Victor. It's live at five, and it's brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtree, FWHlegal.com. And now, your host for Live at Five, Stephen A. Turner. What's up and welcome to Live at Five, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtree, dedicated to you, committed to justice. That's FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner here in the Floor Concept Studios, joined by Coach Vic Evans. What's up, man? It's going to be a busy week. It is going to be a busy week. What else is new? That's, that's what it's for. We're in that busy time of the year. At least it's just busy from five to six. You know, and after that, this week is pretty open. I mean, I've been used to calling like three games a week, you know, a coach's show, maybe a Thunderbolt show. It's just one, Wide game, open. one game this week. It's a holiday week. week. Yeah, one game. Two, well, one game each. One game on, yeah, one game each on Friday night, which I'm very much looking forward to because hopefully we can send a couple Owensboro schools to Kroger Field uh, this this Friday night, and we'll talk about that uh, throughout the program. We got uh, all kinds of stuff: Kentucky Wesleyan basketball over the weekend, uh, college football. We got a Dano's NFL wraparound to close out the show. We're going to waste no time here in the studio. we got uh, the man, the myth, the legend, yeah. Travis Holtry. Welcome back, man. It's good to be back. It's good to have you back in the saddle. I don't even know if I remember how to do this. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he texted me like, I'm coming in on two wheels, man. We're, we're going to be coming in hot. And yeah. uh, you made it, though, man. Good, yeah. to, good to see you. How's everything been going, man? We've been doing well. Firm's had a great year this year and uh, been able to do a lot of the things that we set out at the end of 2022 to accomplish. And... Uh, Along with you guys, 2024 is looking really, really bright. Come, coming back on board in 2024. Yeah, right. yeah we're uh, we're doing a little more here at Cromwell next year, and uh, going to be, uh, of course, the, the 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 place that our firm believes in is uh, supporting uh, our local youth sports and getting the word out about them. So uh, we uh, we re-upped and also re-ante. I put a few more things on the on the board. I mean, I guess that means we're. We got uh, a check mark there, right? Yeah, I mean that's great. That's I signed know. it today, yep. so, so it's, there it's, we go. It's all signs well, and delivered. We appreciate everything you do. I mean, like across the board. I mean, not just for us here on Live at Five, but at Cromwell in general, and and uh, UK title sponsor now, right? I mean, yeah, that's, that, that's pretty big time. I'm going to take some heat for that one, but you know, uh, no. In all seriousness, um, you know, it, when when people come to us about being a brand name, a market marketing our brand. Um, you know, you have to acknowledge that UK is the brand for uh, college athletics in this region. You know, I mean, not that there's not pocket UofL fans oh, yeah. and IU fans and things like that, but uh, you have to be smart in in recognizing the brand. And you guys offered the opportunity to be the UK title sponsor for UK athletics, uh, football and basketball. And um, when I saw that one, my eyes lit up, and I was like, you know, it, it's a no-brainer, and we got behind it. So uh, we'll, we were we were happy to do that. We got the state corner now, guy. right? I mean, well, you did KSR, so that was you know that was yeah, that's yeah. big. Yeah. The double Obviously. whammy. We got KSR in UK athletics, and um, you know it, what? It, and, I, and I joked on our text message that what it is, it's that quality U of L education that made me recognize <laughs> the, the key to marketing in this region. Yeah, that, I mean that's not a bad one. But here's the thing, Louisville fans, don't worry, we got you squared away uh, with uh, with the cards as well. Yeah, yeah, the cards. I stayed on with the cards as a U of L title sponsor, and uh, so it's a uh, it's an exciting time. Like I said, that's that's one aspect of what we're doing. Uh, a, a lot of things. Uh, we're going to start what's called a client communication portal, which allows a client to be able to get into our system and see the progress in their case and see everything. So. 
that that it's not dependent on phone calls and emails. They have an access to our system, and they basically can sit there and armchair, you know, quarterback the whole thing. And so, a few new things in store for twenty four, just to continue to get better at what we do. Yeah, there you go, and uh, you know it, it's it's great to have you back on board, and even in a in a bigger capacity, you can hear Louisville right now over on VJS. Is they're not playing bad, battling in the end. They almost beat Texas yesterday. Yeah, but. that would have been Kenny Payne's first win against a ranked opponent. Yeah. It was a, a last second shot that uh, <laughs> knocked a, it yeah, down. I don't know where it came from. I, I'm not going to complain because I really, you know, obviously with all good things football this year. It's, uh, you know, the, to, to have like what would be a massive drop off to have nothing to really look forward to. But competing against Texas and today competing against IU, they were three points down last time I looked. Uh, you know, I don't know what the, you got it there. Yeah, it's uh, 14 minutes to go. Uh, IU's up seven, 46 39. So, okay. But, you know, it, it, we were <laughs> based on the exhibition games, taking nothing away from K Dub. I mean, based on the exhibition games and the first two games out, I mean, there just didn't seem to be a glimmer of hope, you know. Right. I mean, if we can compete and and win some of the mid tier ACC games and a few games, you know, at least there's something to watch. I don't think it's an NCAA team. I'm, that's my my take. I mean, I could be surprised, and I would I would love it if we if we did that. But I just say it's hard to it's hard right now to have hope. It, if, is it NCAA or bust? Does Louisville have like to move if they don't make the NCAA, or if he gets up to like? 14, 16, 18 wins when you only had four last year, is that enough rope that they would keep him? That's a tough question. I mean, I, I think everything comes down to money. And um, if you're not putting people in the seats and, and you're losing sponsors and, and uh, you know, timing is everything. And, 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 and I think I use proof of that. I mean, they got to such a low spot and, and will they ever be able to, to, to be the IU that we knew before? And Louisville certainly doesn't want to get there. And I think they're dangerously close. Um, I my, my opinion is is that we we should expect to go the NCAA we we you know and and if we didn't this year you'd have to really take a close look at the program. Yeah, I mean I think it's it's all about excitement, right? You got to generate excitement around the program, and I mean look no further than your football team. I mean look no further than what Brom has done in, in just a year. So I and, mean, and not to say the the football program wasn't wasn't down that bad no it wasn't but turning a football program around is is historically much more difficult than turning a basketball program around and um, there i think it's you know it's twofold one is that we expected him to win of course but two is we expected him to win a lot of recruiting battles and i don't see the recruiting picking up i don't see a lot of hope in recruiting i mean we don't have near what we need you know in the coffer for next year and I think that that's a telltale indication. Nobody wants to come play for U of L, you know, and and so I, I think you look deeper than just fourteen, sixteen wins. I think you look and say, did we win on the, you know, who did we win recruiting battles against? Who did we get? You know, NIL's not the not the problem at U of L. There's a lot of money. Oh, there. they I they mean, destroy Kentucky right now in the NIL and, business. And so we should be able to to land players, and then only re, if you have the equal money, right? You have money or more than most. And you're not getting the recruits. That's just recruits flat out saying, "I don't want to play with Louisville across my chest," you know. And 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 that hurts as a Louisville where where you see where we've come from, um, you know, such a rich tradition. And so, if I'm pulling that trigger, I have to have an NCAA, and I have to see some recruits between now and then that you know are genuinely going to come our way. But if not, I would be I would be looking for a new start. Yeah, that that has to that you have to have the with Kenny Payne when he came on board. I thought that's it. With nothing else, especially with his staff too. I thought okay, 
they'll at least be able to recruit. Now, can he coach in game? I have no idea, but he's definitely going to bring a little luster. He's going to bring some recruits in, and, and it just hasn't happened yet. And I think, like you said, it's got to be one with the other. I mean, you got to show progress there, but you also have to be able to look to the future and say, okay, we can hang our hat on this. And right, right now, there's really have, nothing there. Right, right. I mean, I guess he slipped uh, Jay Williams a little of that NIL money. <laughs> he did. At least make people think that DJ Wagner's not happy at UK, which is funny. Uh, you know, that, that's a, it's one of the reasons – media guys at any level have such a hard time having any credibility is because of those kinds of comments, you know, but... Uh, that was weird. That was out of yeah, left it was field. Totally it totally was, yeah. It's it kind was. of like Jay Will's MO, though. I mean, it's a Duke guy that likes to take shots at Kentucky. Yeah, at Kentucky. I think it was more just, uh, you know, well, say something to get people talking. That's how you lose your morning show. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I will say Undisputed has gotten... Or Unsportsmanlike is infinitely better. Oh, than the yeah. And all the new... Yeah, props to ESPN across the board. I was actually thinking that today as I was driving around on lunch listening to the, the ESPN program. Just across the board, much, much better uh, programs uh, from front to back. But uh, speaking of the, the Louisville football team, we usually go in order, but we're going we're gonna to start here uh, since you're in studio, Travis. Talk about Louisville and Miami. Uh, 38-31, I mean, Plummer over 300 yards, you know, Garendo with the 93 yards and touchdown, and I said it here kind of jokingly but kind of seriously that I thought Louisville had the ACC championship game in, in, in within their grasps, and they went out and did it. I mean, Louisville Cardinal football fans have to just be ecstatic with this first year under Braun. Yeah, uh, you know, I think, I think actually the last show that I was here was pr- prior to – football season mm-hmm. starting and you asked me what I would kind of the same question what would I be satisfied with with Brahm in his first year and I said I would love eight and four in a, in a good bowl you know I think that that would be an indication that we're going the right direction and we got the right guy I, I in no way expected a 10 and one season if 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 we were 10 and one if you would have told me that we'd be 10 and one at this point I would have said we lost the Notre Dame mm-hmm. game um, of course, nobody knew how good Duke was going to be this year. They were a very good football team. Uh, they had some issues once their quarterback was injured. But but you know, with if you were to tell me we're ten and one, I'd say we would have lost to Notre Dame. And kind of hard, it's kind of hard shot to take that we lost to Pitt at Pitt because <laughs> we would not we'd be in the right national there. championship. Well, that's, that's kind of Brahms' that, uh, mo over now. We you know it's win a couple game. big upsets and then lose one. You have no yeah, business losing. That's true. What's crazy too is, I mean. With Florida State losing the quarterback, that ACC championship game is up in the air. It is. And, I mean, I think that that will discount any legitimate talk. about. I mean, you saw today in the AP, they dropped down to fifth, and Washington skipped over them to fourth just because I think that they didn't they didn't play a real clean game on Saturday. And then, of course, everybody knows Jordan Travis is out. So even if you go and beat a Jordan Travis-less FSU, an undefeated team, you're not going to – you're one loss to Pitt. When you look at the one-loss teams, they have losses to the 10th or 11th, the 5th-ranked teams. And, and you, I mean, in all fairness, if we're going to have four teams, those teams probably belong in. I mean, it, I, I like that we're even having this discussion. I would have right. never dreamed that. Louisville really needs, like, chaos this last week where, like, you know, Alabama to lose or maybe Georgia to get upset. So when they beat each other – you know, if Alabama was the win, you don't have, you have two, two losses. Loss. Yeah, right. that, they need chaos. Yeah, because I think you're right. The pit loss is really gonna it's, hurt. It's them. A, it's a wart, and uh, and we can't overlook UK. I mean, you know, the, what what's in the back of the mind of all of U of L fans is is we have a better record. We beat more ranked opponents, but but you know, have we overcome that gap in, in the trenches where it's going to make it? But you know, 
Brom has found a way to win games with an injured uh, Jordan, you know, and um, he's found a way to win games with a, with a, with a, 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 an injured Thrash, you know, and and it's like, well, if we can't go that way, we go another way. Grindo has had a fantastic, and Plummer does just enough to get you there. And so, you know, again, I'm I'm more than uh, I'm beyond happy about the way the first year went. I think he's going to continue to build that. He can be an icon in Louisville. He already is, but you know, he he has the potential to build something special in Louisville. Does it change his narrative at all, though? If he if, if Louisville finishes the year with the loss to Kentucky, oh, absolutely, a loss to Florida State, and it changes everything. Does it? I mean. I think there's a lot of joy right now, but this game coming up this weekend that's is what very important. And that's, these are the kind of games that I like in college football because I don't feel like there's enough of them, games that hold a lot of meaning late in the season. Mm-hmm. And I think this one has a lot of meaning on both sides, not just for that. On the Kentucky side, I think it holds I – mean, we talked about this last week, Vic, recruiting. And I, I scoffed at the loss of South Carolina. No one's going to remember that Kentucky – No, not one Kentucky fan is going to care that they lost to South Carolina if, they if come Saturday night they've beat Louisville. No one's even going to remember last week. Yeah, And, and I think this game for both sides ha- has a lot of weight. It does. It does. And, you know, uh, Louisville has just struggled. It, it, it hadn't even been close, really. I mean, last year was a little bit better game, but, I mean, we, we just got bullied around. And, you know, Brom kind of has a bully mentality, and it's like we're going to – we'll out-tough you too, you know, and – so I, I this is a completely different brand of Louisville football. It is. It's a whole different year. brand. I mean, I, one of the things I mean, I don't know how much you've watched Louisville this year, but you know they put Plummer under center and have power eye. I mean, mm-hmm. how, how you don't see that in college in, in the big brand college football? You don't see quarterback under center with no. power eye. Nope. That give you these. I don't even hardly see a quarterback under center. Yeah, Forget right. the power eye. <laughs> Just under center yeah. is kind and, of and, groundbreaking. And, and and he has when he needs to switch to that, he switches. You know, so. Uh, you know, again, I am uh, I I I'm nervous about Saturday just because my short term memory is the last four years, right? And it's like, oh man, we haven't even been close, really. I mean, when you look at where football's won and lost, have we bridged that gap? Do we have enough swagger? Do we have enough discipline? I think that I think that that you can't get stupid personal foul and unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. Tell UK no. fans that. Well, <laughs> Miami, <laughs> Miami tried their best to get Louisville to do that. You know, down the wire when it was close, and uh, you know, fortunately, cooler heads prevail. I mean, I think Louisville, there's a couple places where they may have instigated it, <laughs> but you know, there's no love lost between those two schools. That was a big win going to Miami. Oh, I thought, yeah, I, I think so too. That, I mean, that's not one to be discount. I don't care how. You know, Miami's this or that. They've got the athletes. Well, no, but, that, the other thing about Louisville and going down there and getting that win, Louisville's always been a really big recruiter of the state of Florida. Absolutely. You know, and they've all you know, and Louisville's been good, whether it was Snellenberger, whether it was Charlie Strong, when they've had good teams, they've had a lot of Florida kids. So when you can go down to Miami and get a win, that helps you with your brand down there it and does. keep that pipeline going. Yeah, I mean it's it's what about the Kentucky, uh, Western Kentucky? I mean Disappointing year there. I know Foreman Watson Holtry sponsors right. the, 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 the tops well, too, and, you know, and I him. have and, I, and and with Warren being one of the GAs for the D line, um, I you know I I know a little bit that I probably am not at liberty to say. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't do but, one, can't break any trust, <laughs> right, Warren, right? Right. You know. But I I do know that um, the offensive struggles. Have, were surprising. You had you had Austin Reed coming back for the season. You had uh, Corley coming back for the season, and um, some really big time transfers. Big time transfers, and and so, 
But if you look, I mean, if you the, the, the offenses had there in every game a period in every game where it was three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. I don't care how good your defense is, and their defense is much improved over the last two years, but you can't continue to put them in that position. So, yeah, it's been slight, but, you know, they can go down to FIU, win this weekend, be seven and five, and get another bowl and win your bowl, go into the bowl with some momentum and win another bowl, and then, you know, uh, Helton can say it's three years, three bowl championships, you know. That's true. I mean, it's everything they want is still in front of them, but I think the overall season – is not what we expected, no. and it's strange. You know, it's just it, I like you said the defense much improved. I thought, man, if you could have just improved a little bit with that explosive offense, mm-hmm. I never would have thought it would be the offense no, uh, holding me holding either. the top. Well, spot. I, Austin Reed's dealing with an injury. I mean, there's no question he has an MCL issue going on, and so he he his ability to escape pressure like he did last year some and throw on the run is limited. Um, uh, he he tends to uh, underthrow a lot, which means he's not getting it on the ball. You know. Um, and, I, and there's nobody more frustrated than him. If you go to the games and watch, I mean, Austin Reed is frustrated because I mean, he's a winner. He's a competitor. competitor. So, um, yeah, it's been somewhat disappointing. But, uh, again, if, you know, if, if they can go 7-5 and five and win a bowl game and end up 8-5, uh, it, that's, it's a good season. It's just not up to where we thought we'd be. Absolutely, man. And uh, before we get you, are you staying for one second? Yeah, I okay. I know, you, I know you're uh, swamped busy this time of year especially, too, but – you know, your thoughts on the the Red Devils, who I know in the group picks, you, you've been backing the entire time. You stayed true to the, to the Red Devils, and now they're going to play Bowling Green this week and then Catholic as well as they get set to take on Somerset. You know, what are your thoughts on the two local teams? I think Catholic will beat Somerset. Um, you know, I, I think that Owensboro High School played a very tough schedule out of the gate, and we all said if they can weather that storm, stay relatively injury-free – and build some momentum. And they did exactly what that formula has, you know, what we were hoping to see. Um, I was, I was, I, I was more, you know, obviously I don't think, I, I don't think Atherton was as good as South Warren. I think South Warren was a true mm-hmm. testament to what, how much improvement OHS has seen with their young guys, you know, and uh, I think that Winstead coming into his own here, running the ball has taken some pressure off of uh, Hampton and, um, I, you know, I'm going to stay true to. I'm, I'll make the pick right now. I'm going to stay true to the Red Devils. I think that I, there's just something about this year, the way that they've, you know, uh, and I think that they can go to Bowling Green. Well, it'll be a tough game, and they got to play mistake free. We can't have turnovers. But I, I think I'm going to pick them on the road uh, in Bowling Green to win. I mean, that would be huge. I mean, this that would be the biggest win. In Fallon, in, in the pro, in Fallon's tenure there, and that's it's bigger than Frederick Douglass. Because it's it's on the road mm-hmm. and it's your number one all time rival in Bowling Green in Bowling Green to go to Kroger Field, which would, in my opinion, if you win this game, you're going to be favored to win the state championship. So uh, to me, I think I think if they were to pull this off, it'd be the biggest win. Not all, it might be the biggest win in, in modern OHS football. Well, you know, since the since the nineties, I was gonna say the biggest win I can remember being a part of, in any way, shape, or form, was ninety one and going to Bowling Green and beating the number one ranked team that year. And that was back when they not only were they number one ranked in the class, but when they had the old Sargon Pirate rating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, they yeah. were the number one team yeah. in the state. And Owensboro beat them ten nothing down there in Bowling Green, and I think round two of the playoffs or round three of the playoffs. That's probably the to biggest, go to the state semifinals. I mean, 
And it and this is to go to the state championship yes. though. So this yeah. this may even eclipse that if they go down there. It's, 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 it's the Green. only game I can think bigger was the state championship game in twenty twenty when mean, it was Owensboro Bowling Green. And here's what's huge. scary is that it, I said it was a big if you, you, you if you don't turn the ball over, you can play them close to the end and just be in a position to win. And you know they can't. But turn it if over. you turn it over, it could get ugly quick the other way because oh, Owens. Sure. I mean Bowling Green can put up points, man. They can. No doubt, man. Appreciate you coming by and everything you do, man. It's been good. Thank you for everything you do. We couldn't do what we do without having you on board. Well, we appreciate appreciate the opportunity to be able to be a part of it. 2024, uh, I hope to get out and call a couple games and at least be at the tailgates. Uh, 2023 was a rebuilding year in a lot of ways for us and for me personally. And uh, but we uh, we we believe in what you guys do, so uh, we're glad to be a part of it. Well, anytime you're always welcome. Uh, right, be always joining us. Be the third man on, at a game <laughs> or right here on live at five, because yeah, we wouldn't be able to do it without you and uh, Foreman Watson Holtry. A big thanks uh, for everything. And if if you like what we do here in, in sports, just keep Foreman Watson Holtry in mind because uh, they're a big part of everything that we do. Appreciate you, Travis. Anytime. Thank you so much. Quarterback one there. QB one. QB one of live at five. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about that OHS Atherton game and the Catholic Green County game and look at the the road ahead next. Live at five, 1027 the game. Join the Hausner Hard Chrome team. We're looking for a Class A CDL driver and shipping receiving material handler in Kentucky. With us, you're not just a driver, but a part of our proud logistics family. As a bonus, we reward your hard work and dedication with paid vacations, paid holidays, health benefits, 401k, and profit sharing. Apply at hausnerinc.com or in person at 3094 Medley Road. Class B CDL drivers are also welcome to apply. Hi, this is Travis Holtry of Foreman Watson Holtry. You know, our attorneys are dedicated to you and committed to justice, just like the crew from Live at Five, who are also dedicated to bringing you all local sports coverage and committed to doing it justice by spotlighting all of our local athletes and coaches. That's why FWH Legal is proud to bring you the Live at Five show on Owensboro ESPN Station. Join Steve Turner and Vic Evans for Live at Five each weekday at 5 o'clock right here on 102.7 The Game. Brought to you, as always, by Foreman Watson Holtry. Dedicated to you, committed to justice. FWHlegal.com. Menards 11% sale is ending on Thanksgiving Day. Don't miss out. Get a countertop that's durable, affordable, and easy to install. Transform everyday spaces into gathering places with Menards' great selection of countertops. Visit our kitchen showrooms in-store or go to Menards.com for your free estimates today. Stores close Thanksgiving, but the 11% off remains in effect on Menards.com. Savings are mail-in rebates. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Addiction does not discriminate. Anyone that's struggling with substance use can call in to us. Call 8338-KY-HELP. People are struggling and they need hope and compassion and to know they're not alone. All you have to do is pick up the phone. Call 8338-KY-HELP. And on the other side of that phone is endless hope and endless help. Kentucky is here to help you. Call 8338-KY-HELP or visit the website findhelpnowky.org to begin your journey to recovery. Paid for by the Kentucky Office of Drug Control Policy. Local sports at its finest, live at five with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at five brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtree, FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner, Vic Evans here in the Floor Concept Studios. Be sure and download the Owensboro Radio app. Get set for Black Friday. with them all. I know it's going to be a busy week. Let's roll through the schedule really quick. Yes. Tomorrow we'll have our ESPN uh, all-area team. 
Uh, that that'll be uh, tomorrow. That pretty much the bulk of the show yes. will, will be dedicated to that team. And if you made that list, I mean, it's an elite group because you're talking about three big nineteen teams, three big Southern Indiana teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, loaded in with Henderson mm-hmm. and, and a lot of great seasons across the board. When you talk about those Southern Indiana teams to mix in with our third region area uh, team, so it's it's going to be a loaded group. And then on Wednesday. Basketball, see, I hate this transition. I I, I thought about this. I, I was laying in bed last night. But that's night, why we had media day. Some schedule. of that. That's why we also right. had media day. And we did preview it then, but mm-hmm. we haven't done it here on Live at 5 because Monday, basketball starts. Yes. I mean, girls basketball tips off Monday. Boys tips off Tuesday. And that'll be the top 10s because we got we got to get those in. Mm-hmm. And so there's really no time to talk about, okay, who wins this district. Who, so we'll run through district by district, all four segments will be dedicated to a third region basketball preview on Wednesday. Thursday is Turkey Day, so we're going to be nope, eating. No I ain't coming here then. No. And, and then you will on, have now, you're 102 in the game, you will have a Thanksgiving Day triple header right here. Oh, yeah. On yeah. The NFL. Yes. Brought to you by. Former Watson Olds. Absolutely. And then <laughs> Friday night, or Friday, you know, at 5 o'clock, and we'll just roll into our uh, tailgate uh, preview show, uh, talking about the two schools getting ready to go to semi-state and hopefully – the march to Kroger Field, yep. and that'll be right here on Friday. So that that concludes the week, and then next week, as I talked about, we go into basketball, and you're looking at preseason top tens, Owensboro Health top tens for the girls' side and the boys' side. So we're flat loaded for the next week. We and are. A half. And, and and programming note, just to remind everybody, the 1027 game of the week, Owensboro Somerset will be on BIO because UK is once again playing on Friday night. Yeah, Owensboro Cat Owensboro Catholic uh, Owensboro, Somerset. Yeah, Owensboro Catholic Somerset. Will be uh, on WBIO and that's okay. Um that's th- we're just celebrating 30 years. So there you go. I'm a great part. I'm a, I'm just happy to be a part of it. It's a slight very small footnote at the end of that uh WBIO birthday, but uh, I was on WBIO with the professor on Friday yes. night and I tell you what I've never seen 43 points scored in the first quarter ever, <laughs> anywhere. I was down there, and you you sent me a text, and you're like, 14 nothing, 21 nothing, 28 nothing. I'm like, okay, how's that? We started before them. How are they so far along in the game? And you're like, I've never seen 43 points in the first quarter. No, nah, it, it it was bad. I almost felt bad for Green. I mean, it just – but, you know, when you come in with that mentality – that we're going to throw everything but the kitchen sink at you. And that's okay. If you feel like you need to do that to give your team the best chance to win, I'm not knocking the green game plan or coaching staff. That's what they felt like they had to do to win. So be it. But when that goes south, it's going to go south in a hurry. Yeah. I mean, what they do, they went for it, what, three times in a row in their, yeah, own, I mean, their own territory well, on fourth down and get turnovers? Well, right off the bat, they kick an onside kick, which is filmed by, uh, which is fielded by a diving stop on the infield by Deuce Sims. Like, there it's almost go. like he's playing first stop. Base, first base. Yeah, he's picking so, one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was a diving stop, and he, he, they, they, five plays later, the Aces are in the end zone. Well, then Green comes out, and they run tempo. And, and, and I immediately looked at Chris, and I was like, I don't. I don't know if they should be running tempo. Now, granted, they It'll were chunking for it. a little bit. They were chunking it. Hey, they were going eight, into Catholic nine, hands. 12, 8, 15. You know, and I'm like, well, I mean, they are picking up chunks. Maybe that. Maybe that green offensive line's a little better than I thought. And 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 then Tuck Carico just like taking candy from a baby. I mean, you know, the kids going in for a touchdown. Carico doesn't even try to attempt to tackle. He just, he just goes in and takes the ball from the kid. <laughs> like like almost like that's my ball. I'm taking it. I'm going right. home. What you know. And, and then next thing, and that from that point on, 
it was all Catholic. Right. I mean, Brady Atwell shows off his legs and runs them all the way down to the goal line on two carries. Hold on, Catholic can't run, but Brady Atwell ran four times for 97 yards or 99 yards in the game. Yeah, he averaged like 40 yards a carry yeah. or something like that. But they can't run. Right, well, <laughs> that's what I hear. <laughs> that's uh, what we keep being told. And they score, it's 14-0, and then the, you know, the, the green goes again. They, they, they come back out, and they try to go forward on fourth down. They don't pick it up on their own 27th, and then Catholic scores. And then they do the same thing again. Two drives in a row start on the 27-yard line. Yeah, good luck trying to beat Catholic, letting them start at year 27. And then there's a pick six by Tut Carrico. And then, and by the way, who scored four touchdowns in a quarter and a minute, <laughs> yeah. I think. In about in about a 13-minute period, Tut Carrico had four scores. I, I will mean, say this. And then Vince Carrico gets a punt return touchdown. If I had told you that oh, on, no, there's, <laughs> on DraftKings, <laughs> what, what kind of odds you get on that? He got like plus 3,000. Yeah. <laughs> it was the craziest play. Ball goes over the punter's head. He, he gets it and it looks like he's going to run out of bounds, but he circles around and then tries to kick it. And he goes off the side of his foot. It goes right into the ground. And, and Vince was just standing there and rolled right to him. He picks it up and walks into the end zone. And at that point, it's 43-0. The I mean, one thing you can say good, though, is they did hold Brady to what, like 157 yards passing, which is maybe the lowest all season. Held him <laughs> by only letting him work on a 27-yard field. <laughs> there you go. Pretty, I guess that's part of it. But Atwell, 151 yards, four touchdowns. He ran for 96 yards and touchdown. I'm going to say, I said this on Twitter and I absolutely stand by it. He's the best quarterback in the state. Best quarterback in the state. Now, not Bra- close. Brady's got to pick me up at Kroger, though. No, <laughs> it's not. Saying. But it, 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 I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, be, no. I said it. I said it at the start before the start of the season. We said it last year that you know, I know Cutter Bowley is the one that has gotten all the hype and committed to UK. But if you ask me who I want to be my quarterback in my football team, I'm going at well six days a week and twice on Sunday because yeah. you know he goes to Catholic. <laughs> that's, right. that's right and i don't want to disrespect somerset they're going to come in here a very uh, well coached team and we'll talk about they gotta them play in a minute. well i mean oh, got to play well no, you're just not gonna coach play. clevenger is a winner yeah the bride jumpers and and, and they've uh, had period. history yeah. throughout some really good games back in 2A football yeah you gotta have to play well you can't turn it over you got you gotta stay focused i think if the aces do what they're supposed to do they win the game but you're the final four of the playoffs. I mean, anything can happen. If you're there, you're good. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to it. Uh, Vince Carrico, like I said, with the punt return touchdown. But our St. Camillus Urgent Care Ace of the Week would be Tuck Carrico. Three receiving touchdowns. He forced a fumble and had a pick six. Pretty good and game. I, and I said also in the tweet that if there's a better football player across the board in the state, I'll have to see it. I, mean, I, I just have to see it. I'm not saying that there's not. I'm just saying I'd have to see it because – the, the dude, the, the, the move he made on the first touchdown, he catches the ball at the 10. He has a guy draped around his waist, and he twirls it around like a merry-go-round and fly, he goes flying off, and he just outruns the defense to the corner. Then he goes and gets the pick six. Then the forced fumble where he just takes the ball from the kid. There's so many things that he does. And uh, just a pleasure to watch. And he's our uh, St. Camillus Urgent Care Ace of the Week. you got to have those moves just to eat in that family. I mean, yeah. come on now. But, I, right. no, listen, I've, I've told you this. I made that statement here. He's the most underrated football player in the entire, t- entire state of Kentucky. And to be real honest with you, he should have consideration for Mr. Football for what he's done this year. He should be in this There's no doubt in my mind. He won't be because no. it's biased. I mean, that's just all there is to it. I mean, well, you're probably going to get the Bell County running back to set the state record for rushing yards this year. All time is probably going to be the winner. You think? Probably. Over Bowley? He's going to UK. I know, but. All right. 
We'll I mean, well, I mean, when the guy runs for 3,500 no, yards in a single season. I'm not disagreeing Listen, if, if, if no, well, no thing offense about- to Bowley. If Bowley gets the state, the, it, Mr. Football, it'll be a lot like when Dante Allen won. It has nothing to do that you committed to UK, and that'll be it. Uh, because he didn't have the best he didn't have the best season on his team. If you, you know the the most important guy on their team was the running back right. for for LCA. No, I can 100% so, I'm on board. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but but, but I I'm going to guess the running back from Bell County, but if it was me, if I had to vote for, if they asked me to vote for, it, it'd be tight character. Yeah, we're going to be biased. <laughs> Let's be well, I just, uh, if you ask me the thing about the, Bell, I don't I just don't see him, you know. They're all right. the like, opposite end and that that is what it is. And much respect to that kid, a tremendous season. Uh, but I see Tut game in and game out, and he impacts every single game he on plays both in. sides of the ball, right? Like all like, the time, all the time. Yeah, that's that's my part is how much he contributes. He's one of the best defensive players in our area. I'd put him top three defensive players in our area, and I'd put him top three offensive players. Yes, in the area. no and, doubt. And that's and that's pretty well rounded, if you ask me. But uh, Vince Carrico has and yes, he will tackles. be on the ESPN All's from yeah, team. I can guarantee that somewhere you can't go, you can't make it on both sides though. That's no, just, no. But we have too many spots to give, uh, so we sometimes will fit the puzzle over here to get this puzzle exactly. piece in here. But exactly, uh, Blair also with double digit tackles. I thought Burns and Edge both on the defensive side played exceptional. And, and and then Barrett Evans got himself another sack. So uh, hats off to him. Look forward to this and game. We'll break this game down through the week. Blair, just another. Blair is another highly underrated overall football player. Oh yeah, there's so like, many of those. Like guys you could on put this him team, as a running back or receiver, or you know as a tight end, and he could have 30, 40 catches. They just got they can't spread the ball around to everybody. And then he's an unbelievable linebacker. But it just it, Vince and and Tuck get kind of the top billing on that. Very underrated. Yeah, as a team, it's just they, they're they're a. They're a unit. I mean, across the board, uh, we got to move here. I, I, we're thirty-three minutes okay. in, Vic. So uh, I tell you what, we could do. I'll give you a quick rundown at Athens. You know, uh, all right, let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. I mean, Owensboro. I thought early. You know, turnovers kind of hurt in the first half. You're up twenty-one-seven, but you had three turnovers. Uh, I thought defensively they dominated that game. If you take away that there was a one a thirty-yard run and a sixty-yard run by Curry, where he got the corner. Other than that, Owensboro's defense dominated. I love the way that Crow and Cortland Howard played in the front seven. They dominated that game. And then DeLacy was unreal in the second half. Like As much as you do the two picks in the first half, one of them was a tip ball. And then you had the fumble with Winstead down there at the, inside the five-yard line where you should have been up 28-7. As, as much as you hated the turnovers in the first half, DeLacy, I think, was perfect with two touchdown passes and threw – three absolute dimes on the two touchdown passes and on the two-point conversion. And it was just, you know, it was not a clean game. You got to play a clean game against Bowling Green. But I thought the offensive line did their job. I thought defensively they played really, really well. And I loved what I saw from DeLacy in the second half. And um, then it's, you know, go back to work and get ready for Bowling Green. I mean, they were the better team. They were supposed to win that game by probably a running clock. Yeah, and I I think they did what they were supposed to do. And the thing is, you just have to clean it up. Yeah, if you have turnovers on Friday night, I don't feel like it can go your way. I think you got to play. And like I said, one football. was just a tip pass. It got tipped at the line of scrimmage and got picked off. Those things happen. One, I don't. I know he saw the defender. The defender read him. You know, it was one where the defender came and was reading his eyes. He locked on on the receiver, and he just undercut the route. But then the, you know, the touchdown pass to Kimbrell in the second half. The other touchdown pass. The they two threw point, one to Robinson. Yeah, Robinson was an absolute dropped at the bucket. Kimbrell was a you know a fifty two yard post pattern. He dropped in stride in the bucket. Really played well. And in the first half, you had the misty rain and the wet field oh, yeah. and the and, wet and ball. the grass. So, yeah. I mean, it's a, 
the field was a, a throwback, right? Yes. So it's a little different than what the Devils are used to playing. I thought they adjusted to that pretty well, considering Hampton over 100 yards, Winstead 70 yards and a touchdown. I mean, all in all, defense was strong. Our Rhodes and Rhodes Red Devil of the Week will be on the defensive side. Darian Crow, fumble recovery, eight tackles, uh, three tackles for a loss. Sack. I mean, you name it. Uh, he was all over the place uh, on Friday night, and now they'll head down to Bowling Green uh, this fr- this coming Friday, and that is a massive matchup. I mean, Red Devil fans are selling their Jack Harlow tickets so they can go down to Bowling well, Green. It's Bowling Green. I mean, yeah, these not, they're, they're going to miss Jack Harlow at the Sports Center. To go support the Red Devils on the road in Bowling Green on Friday. Well, you took you took down the fighting Jack Harlow's last week. You might as well sell That's the right. tickets now and go. <laughs> but listen, the history of these two schools, you know, and and just their intertwined history. I mean, this is this is. I know there's a lot of people that like to make you know Catholic as being Owensboro's rival. Listen, I'm an Owensboro graduate. I'm, Bowling Green is the rival. It's the number one rival, and this is a huge game. Yeah, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna do what I can to get purples on with this Friday. We're gonna have a a whole show. I said we're gonna break this down later this week. I mean, we got tomorrow's covered, Wednesday's covered, Thursday's got Turkey Day on it. So Friday will be all dedicated to uh, to previewing these two games, and rightfully so. Winners go to state championship games. So we'll try to get some folks on to to, to kind of help us preview the other teams uh, on Friday as we get set for our huge matchups uh, coming up this week. It should be a great week of football. Download the Owensboro Radio app. Follow along, 1027 The Game, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and uh, we'll keep you locked in on that. When we come back, we'll look at the weekend that was before we jump in the final segments of the Daniels NFL Wraparound next, live at 5, 1027 The Game. Mac Industrial Services and Coatings provides labor and high-powered water blast and vac services to local power plants, granaries, paper mills, refineries, aluminum and steel plants, along with many others. With locations in Mount Vernon and Evansville, Indiana, right off Highway 41, they can service the entire tri-state area. They are growing and expanding their services, so give them a call at 812-202-6146 for all your local plant support needs. Mac Industrial Services is family-owned and locally operated. Searching for an experienced primary care physician in Owensboro? At Vineyard Primary Care, you can pick the practitioner that is right for you and will help you meet your health care needs. We have two new providers, Kelsey Pedley and Sylvia Sweat. Come see us at our new location, 3805 Fairview Drive, Owensboro, for all your primary care needs. Or visit vineyardprimarycare.com to learn more and schedule your appointment. Vineyard Primary Care, friendly, knowledgeable physicians that provide personalized care. For everything you need to keep your home and property in great shape, stop by Wright Implement this week and check out our lineup of John Deere Compact Utility Tractors. Available this month with special 0% financing for 84 months and up to $2,250 off select models. We also have steel, lightweight, battery-powered blowers and line trimmers and Honda generators. We are the home place. Wright Implement. Online at wrightimp.com. Offerings 113023. Some restrictions apply. See us for details. Cromwell Media, Floor Concepts, and Jerry Ray Davis Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram present our ninth annual Shelter Santa. Adopt a Christmas wish list of a child who will be spending the holidays in a homeless shelter by calling 270-683-5200 or stop by the Cromwell Media Studios at 1115 Tamarack Road. Don't let a child wake up on Christmas morning without a gift under the tree. Call 270-683-5200 now to adopt a child from local shelters. Away 
Oasis, St. Joseph's Peace Mission, Aiden Home for Girls, and the Daniel Patino Shelter. Bring a smile to a child's face and experience the magic of Christmas with Cromwell Media's Shelter Santa. Brought to you by Floor Concepts and Jerry Ray Davis Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Feel free to come by the Cromwell Media Studios. Gifts should be dropped off by December 21st to the radio station. Thanks to Floor Concepts and Jerry Ray Davis Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. It's Cromwell Media's Shelter Santa. Community Calendar on 1027 The Game is brought to you by Robert Edge with Kentucky Farm Bureau Insurance. Call 270-683-1715. It's a Thanksgiving ham and bologna smoke from American Legion Post 9 in Owensboro. The Post 9 American Legion Bombers baseball program are selling 7 to 9 pound smoke Kentucky Legend hams and 2.25 pound smoke filled bologna rolls for Thanksgiving. Whole hams are $45 and half hams are $25. Bologna rolls are $12. Slicing of hams is available for $5. Pickup will be November 22nd, 2023 from 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. at the American Legion Hall, 736 Frederica Street. Again, it's a benefit for the Post 9 American Legion Bombers Baseball Program. Find a link to buy tickets on the community calendar page. Find the 1027 The Game Community Calendar on OwensboroRadio.com or on the Owensboro Radio app. We are Kentuckiana's sports leader, 1027 The Game. Local sports at its finest, live at 5 with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at 5, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Going to try to fly through this segment. There's a lot to dive into. Let's start with Kentucky Wesleyan basketball on Saturday, Vic, because they got a 102-51 win over Simmons. Yeah, BZ Fernandez, 18. Eddie Jones with a nice double-double, 11-10. and 10. Uh, Kavion added 11. And Dom Sabota off the bench with yeah. 10 in the second half was a nice – he's going to be the future point guard for the Panthers. He is. He looks the future's apart. bright. Future's bright with Dom. That was a – you know, that that's kind of a get-right game. They shot it a lot better. Uh, the Panthers moved to 2-2. Two and two. Uh, they do have a, a long break here. I know there's supposed to be a school day game today. Got pushed back due to the, setting up for the Jack Harlow concert. Got pushed back to January. And so the next game's not until a week from tomorrow against Campbellsville Harrisburg before Thursday night. A week from Thursday, they'll host Finley. Yeah. So get serious G- pretty quick. Open the GMAC play. And I, I'm glad they get Campbellsville Harrisburg that comes in before that. We don't, you didn't want our super long break before your first GMAC game. That's so right. you kind of get your feet back under you and go and. <laughs> And uh, see if they can't get off to a good start in GMAC. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all it's, for me. It's about the shooting. You know, if the shooting comes along, this team has all the potential. They play great defense. They rebound the basketball extremely well. They do not turn the ball over. Great point guard play across the board, whether it be Evans or or uh, Kennedy, Kennedy Miles, Miles. Has been unbelievable. Yeah, who, whoever's been at the point, they just don't turn it over, and that's kind of crazy considering the passes that uh, Kennedy throws. Uh, but they're very, if, if the shots start to fall, I mean, of course, that's the name of the game. Yep. But, but you can hang your hat on being a defensive rebounding team and then, you know, outscore teams late. And I think that at least early in the season, that's the identity of this Kentucky Wesleyan basketball team. I, I know also on Saturday, UK loses to South Carolina. We kind of covered that in segment one. It is what it is. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's the season for me hinges on Saturday. I'm not th- no, and even even, not even if they the win season. a couple weeks later, people are going to still look back and say, uh, "We it was a disappointing year overall." 
Uh, but I do think it's important Saturday. There are, yeah, they lose Saturday. Listen, there are some creases and cracks that are showing in that program right now with, you know, players and discipline and parents on the team. And you saw that on social media. When you start having players and parents of the team start going out and, and making some of the comments they made, I will not be surprised if there's a mass exodus in the NIL transfer or in the transfer portal from UK. What about this What about Cohen? I mean, he's going to be in line for that Syracuse job. I hope he gets it more than I do Al Golden because I want Al Golden to stay as my defensive right. coordinator. I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, and it may be. And, and, and there's something. I, 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 I'm just shocked at how slow Cohen's played this year. You know, and, and it's a lot different. That's yeah. for sure. And, and but I mean, so, you, don't I don't have, know, you don't have Will Levis either. I mean, right. I, I, I don't know if that's more because the, they overrated the quarterback in the transfer portal. Listen, and the one big weakness UK's had in recruiting, even when they've jumped up the recruiting, has been at the quarterback position. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, you know, next year's quarterback is not on the team right now. There's nobody on that team right now that's ready to be a quarterback at UK next year. So you're back in the portal again. I, I'm just not convinced you can live that way forever at the quarterback spot. You've got to go out and get playmakers at quarterback. Well, let's just transition out of that. Uh, you know, Maybe send Brady Atwell an offer. That <laughs> might be a good start. Uh, let's talk about the guy that, that's committed there. And a game that absolutely blew my mind on Friday night was LCA at Mayfield. Mm-hmm. And it had direct implications on maybe a future Owensboro Catholic opponent. Look around and set the stage at every level really quick. And we'll start at 2A. I got to watch the bulk of that second half. Uh, and uh, I tell you, Mayfield dominated. They dominate him. And I don't. And Cutter Bowley didn't play well. He has two years in a row. He's not played well against uh, Mayfield. And they dominated that game. And uh, they're gonna, that Beachwood-Mayfield game in the semifinals is going to be I – mean, it's a I rematch just, from last year's state championship I, I know game. people that listen to this show daily know this, but I'm an idiot. I mean, I thought LCA was going to go down there and roll them by three or four touchdowns. And that just – that I was, that was a ridiculous win. take for me because that doesn't ha- Mayfield doesn't even lose home playoff games, let alone get rolled. Yeah, I think like one of and, the last 50 or something. And, and uh, I mean, if you go down there, and, and here's the thing. I watched the game. There may be a couple calls, here, but here's the thing. None of that impacted the game whatsoever. No, there wasn't a single Mayfield call that flat out outplayed, outplayed them. them. 100% outplayed them, outmanned them, and, and dominated them. And, you know, and, and two pick sixes by Bowley. And, and now you got, uh, you know – East team, who's coming in? Help Beachwood. me Beachwood's coming in, and it's going to be – that's a gauntlet. I mean, Mayfield goes through LCA, and then if they go through Beachwood and they go to the state – I mean, it's – it's hats off to Mayfield. I yeah. mean, it's – And that's going to be – that was a, the last year's matchup in the state finals last year. Beachwood won. Again, they're going to be Beachwood back-to-back is, marquee matchups. Beachwood's done everything in their history except win a game at War Memorial. So that's what they're going to try this weekend. Yeah. No, it's it's, it's – We'll see how it goes, but it should be. It's another game, hopefully, that I can get to see on the on the YouTube channel because you know the Catholic game flew by. I was able to see half that thing out there on the on the, the hey, YouTube. Channel. If you don't like us calling games, just go watch Mayfield. Man, <laughs> hey, listen, Bluegrass Prep seem to love those guys. I mean, they're 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 they give homers a new name. I mean, no, they're, yeah, they're they're beyond homers. <laughs> Entertainment value was high, that's for sure. I know Caleb had a great game. Heritage Hills defeated Gibson Southern over in the jungle. 23-20. How about Jet Goldsberry? What a name for a quarterback. That is a great note. Yeah. And Caleb nailed that one yes. uh, with the, the quarterback, and they said if he develops, they can get to the state championship a couple times. Well, they're already there. They're there. As him as a sophomore. Uh, congratulations to Heritage Hills there. Hey, mean, they got a tough one against Indiana, uh, Indianapolis Chittard. 
They do. They're they're big underdogs. It'll be a tough, tough matchup there. But uh, getting back to the Kentucky side of things in 3A, uh, you got Lexington Catholic at Cal, and then Hart County defeated Union on a big comeback, 24-21. They'll play Bell County in the running back that you talked about, Vic. Yep. As uh, man, that was a tough heartbreaker for the Braves who were up late, just couldn't hold the lead. In 4A, the marquee matchup, Boyle knocked off Corbin 21-14. I'm surprised Boyle got 21 points on the board against that Corbin defense. I mean, Boyle's pretty good. as a great game. It was back and forth, back and forth. And, uh, you know, we said all along we thought Boyle was the best team in the state no matter what, you know, classification you're going to look at. And they beat who a lot of people thought was the number two team in the state. What was crazy is I think every team left in the Final Four is undefeated. They are. All four teams in 4A undefeated. Covcath. Host Paducah Tillman, who if you read the, the Bluegrass Preps board, you know, they beat Mayfield down there. Yes. People are saying, hey, everybody's sleeping on Paducah Tillman think, as, hey, as the sleeper team in 4A. That's going to be a great matchup. I Boyle think they travels. get to the finals, but I think they lose to Boyle. Yeah, I mean, they're going, I mean, Covcath host, that's a long trip. I know. It'd be, it'd be interesting for sure. And then in 6A, how about Frederick Douglass, the fighting Ryan Lemons, got the win 21 20 over mail. I said Frederick Douglass moving up in class. They're going nowhere. And well, they're a five, shows you well, what one, I know. they were a six A school for the last two years they played five A. But they're playing some big competition. But, yeah, and they got a rematch with Trinity, Trinity and they yeah. beat Trinity earlier this year. That that Frederick Douglass defense is absolutely hundred percent real. If they can just find a way to put points on the board, and sometimes it's their defense that does it. They've got a shot. I want to predict them to beat Trinity again. Fred Douglas is going to go 5A, 6A. I'm not picking against them again. I picked against them all year, and they've won every time. Uh, Brian Station, our good friend Phillip Hawkins, will have a chance. As they go to Ballard, they'll have a chance to go play for a 6A title as well. But that'll wrap it up. We'll come back with a little NFL, Dano's NFL wraparound to close out the show live at 5, 1027, the game. Green River Area Federal Credit Union has been serving the Owensboro community since 1959. With that comes being a proud supporter of not only area high school athletics, but also partnering with Live at Five, the number one sports show in western Kentucky. With a wide array of products to meet your financial needs, come see what a difference it makes when you partner with a local community credit union. Visit our new website, GreenRiverAFCU.com, or stop by and see us today. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. St. Camilla's Urgent Care and Family Practice is here for all your primary and urgent care needs. Visit stcamillasurgentcare.com to view our list of services including complete primary care needs, COVID screenings, minor surgeries, minor illness treatments, sports and school physicals, routine screenings, flu shots, and more. With locations in Owensboro, Lewisport, Hardingsburg, and Litchfield, St. Camillus is your hometown provider for all your primary and urgent care and family needs. Visit stcamillasurgentcare.com. And now, Western Kentucky weather on 1027 The Game. Here's your 14 first alert forecast. Overnight, cloudy with a low of 51 and a 100% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy, a bit breezy at times with a high of 54 and a 40% chance of rain before 9 a.m. Wednesday will be partly cloudy in the morning, becoming mostly sunny in the afternoon with a high of 48. I'm meteorologist Arden Gregory with your 14 first alert forecast. And now, more Live at Five with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at Five brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtree, FWHlegal.com. Here in the floor, Concept Studios with Coach Vic Evans. Don't forget tomorrow, all area ESPN Owensboro team uh, will have it from start to finish here on Live at Five. But let's go ahead and jump into this uh, Dano's 
NFL wraparound. Let's get the music fired. There you go. Don't forget, Friday, Daddy Daycare, 10 to 9 out there at Dano's. All day long. All day long. Drop Daddy off and he can hang out at Dano's out there on Highway 54. Big thanks to Dano's uh, for all they do for us here on Live at 5. Let's kick it off in the AFC, the AFC North. That's who dominates the the wild card. Uh, Pretty much the entire playoff picture in the AFC and the Browns in an absolute barn burner. Yes. And this this game and this division defines the NFL this season. Hard to watch. Hard to watch and, and no that's quarterbacks. Crazy. I've never said that about the <laughs> NFL before. But that's where we're at. The Browns win this barn burner 13 to 10. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I mean, hey, give it to DTR getting his first win there and 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 you know, Stefanski finding a way to get the Browns a win. I mean, hey, Stefanski's doing a pretty good job. I mean, he's, Schwartz he's, has done a great job as the DC. That defense is for real. That's the best move he made was hiring Jim Schwartz to, to command that defense. And the Steelers just couldn't make that one big play, you know, like they have been, uh, to get them over the hump. You got Baltimore sitting at eight and three now. The Browns at seven and three, and the Steelers at six and four. And I take the Bengals almost out at this point because yes. quarterback situation. Well, they were out before he got hurt, in, no my, jo- in my opinion. But now that no Joe Burrow out for the year, they're really out. And jo- no Josh Dobbs walking through the door no. for, for the Bengals. No, right? no, I you guess. got Jake Browning playing. Speaking of Dobbs, how about go to the NFC North really quick? The Lions. Down 12 to the Bears with four minutes to play. I tune completely out. Go to Lowe's, come back, and I see the Lions have come back to win the football game. What a finish from the Detroit Lions. It's their best start in, what, 60 years? Eight and two. Eight and two. And I'm still not sure they're very good. And they're going to go to the Super Bowl, Steve. I'm, I'm now moving the Lions oh. to my Super Bowl pick. Well, I can't say much. You said they're going to win the division all, uh, you know, off season, and I discounted it. So why not? You know, Dan Campbell, I got to give him credit, man. I wish my coach was aggressive like that. If we would, we would, we would have won the game last night. I give it to Texas A&M for reaching out to Dan Campbell to come coach at Texas A&M. I mean, why not? I mean, he said he, no. He, well, yeah. I mean, of course, he's rolling with the Lions. <laughs> I mean, they have a great young core there, and the eight and two right now. The Jaguars bounce back. A big win over the Titans. The Jaguars moved to 7-3, and three, but Will Levis, 158 passing yards, two touchdowns. But most of that came after this game was well in hand. Those are garbage time type stats. I mean, I, I try to take this one week at a time and not do the NFL radio talk thing where you jump to conclusions immediately, but... I mean, what's the temperature on Will Levis? Is he the quarterback of the future? I think he's the quarterback of the future. I still would like to see them release the reins a little bit and turn him loose. But I do think he's probably the quarterback of the future. You know, so going but, I mean, but I'll say this. He's the quarterback of the future until you decide what NFL draft pick you get this year. And there's like eight quarterbacks in NFL draft next year It's going to be drafted. So then he may not be the quarterback of the future. So let's just hypothetically say the season ended yesterday. The Titans are picking 10th. And there's uh, for me, I Bo would go, Nicks on the board. No, for me, I would keep Levis and go get weapons. Like right now, that's the bad thing about him. I mean, his best weapon is is old. DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. I mean, they do not have great weapons on the outside. They they gotta get you know, they gotta get weapons. And how bad does that trade look to AJ Brown to the Eagles now? It's terrible. I mean, it was when terrible when they made it. But you would thought maybe they got out and got Burton that maybe he, you know, he was big, like but Burton has been a bust in the first round, so they've got to go get. I don't think you can ever look at a quarterback and tell it with the weapons he has around him and say, "Okay, it's his fault." He's got no weapons. Did you see the Staley stuff from the press conference I talking did. about uh, you know 
basically getting mad at the media for asking about giving up the reins of the defense. And he makes a comment, oh, the, our defense makes plays. Yeah. Hey, Staley, your defense hasn't been ranked above 30 for three years. Right. I mean, and you got talent. Yes. You, you got a lot of talent. Yes. He gets so upset. He's mad that he knows he's done. his days are numbered. Very numbered. The future defensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings, Brandon Staley. You think so? Well, Flores is going to get a job. Probably, but I, I, think, he, Staley, I, I think he understands Staley and KLC that are close. it's probably going to be Belichick. As a new, yeah, it's either, I, I think it may be the Bills, but I can definitely see the Chargers as being Bill Belichick coaching next year. I can't imagine. Bill, Bill Belichick in sunny California doesn't just doesn't go hand in hand. He'll still wear a hoodie. And they'll lose. They'll still lose under Belichick. I, I'm just we'll telling see. you. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. That's a lateral Probably. move at this point. I, feel, and I'm, I know I've been given I'm, I'm a Belichick defender for, for his past with the Patriots. Once he leaves the Patriots, all bets are off. I'd much no rather more. Coach Herbert than I would Mike Jones, though. Well, oh, absolutely. And I, I think that's what he had. A lot of coaches will have their eyeballs on. And uh, we'll see. But uh, C.J. Stroud wins again, 6-4 and four Texans. He throws for over 300 yards again. Was able to overcome three interceptions yesterday. He saw a little bit of a, a chink in the armor, but at the end of the day, he still willed the uh, Texans. No, I mean, to I mean listen, you're going to have and four. You're gonna have those days as a rookie quarterback where you're going to throw a couple picks. He's still the best quarterback in that draft, and he's proven it, and he's probably going to take them to the playoffs. And uh, the Bills bounce back with the big win. I mean, I mean it was the Jets. I understand. I mean, Steve, you could have been playing but quarterback. The, but the Bills have been playing bad enough to lose this game. I mean, not with the way that uh, they scored 30 some points as well against the Jets' defense. I, I, mean, I know, people have done but like that. they had zero offense. So you're not I mean, buying into the firing of all, putting uh, Joe Brady in charge of the offense. You're not buying listen, into that. Listen, no, I do like Joe Brady. I've been a big Joe Brady fan, and I think he will do well there, but I'm still not buying into the Bills. I think their window's done. I said they'll make the playoffs. I'm standing by. I said the Bengals would too, but that was with Burrow, and I think I get a pass on that one. But I am taking the Bills okay. to make it make a run into the They playoffs. don't win that division, though, do they? No, no, no. The Dolphins have that on lock. 49ers uh, bounce back two weeks in a row. Uh, look like they might be back a little bit. Yeah, I think so. The problem is they're going to, you know, you, you, they're not going to be the one seed, and they're probably going to be the three seed. And then, you know, it's going to run through Philadelphia and Detroit, you know, is where that's going <laughs> to run through from. I'm going to have to hold my horses. They're only one game behind Detroit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we'll up see. until you know the last four minutes, they were losing to the Bears. Just a reminder, and they almost lost to the Chargers the week before. But it is a mark of a good team. I will give credit when you don't play your best to find a way to win, and that's what the Vikings did not do last. And golf night. is very underrated. We, yeah, he didn't look very good yesterday. No, but, but he's still underrated. I mean, we forget he took a team to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm, I, we have to save that argument for another day. The Vikings' uh, toughest opponents themselves this year, yeah, without a doubt, has been themselves. Yeah, turnovers. I mean, the three more turnovers last night on Sunday Night Football, and it was should have uh, won the game. It was an absolute train wreck at the end of the day, and uh, you know, it is what it is. I just can't give any credit to Sean Payton. The Broncos are fraud. Still, I'm not going to give any credit to them here today either. So, no, there you it's go. just not going to happen. And the Cowboys did what they were supposed to do. Well, they beat the Panthers. That's right. why I didn't get mentioned. And Bryce Young is overrated. Well, he's a rookie. I'll, I'll give him a second. He's going to be a bust. Best Monday night football game of the season, but it's going to be preempted by the Cats tonight. because uh, the Tip Cats off right after we go off. Go on. six. They play St. Joe tonight, but on Monday night football, Eagles, Chiefs, who you got? Chiefs. I'll go Chiefs, too. Reluctantly. I don't <laughs> Me know. Me, too. I don't football. either. It's a toss-up. We'll see you tomorrow live at 5 with the ESPN All-Area Team. Listening to Live at 5 on 1027 The Game. Special thanks to 4-